Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 89, Job Reinvented Show, Fulfill Your Soul's Purpose Through Your Business, with Jennifer Lyle, Intuitive Business Mentor and Chief Energy Optimizer. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. One of the most challenging situations for entrepreneurs is that they have to learn so many things to build their business. And so they lose their focus and waste their energy. Jennifer, Jennifer Leal is an intuitive business mentor, chief energy optimizer, and she helps ambitious female entrepreneurs who are losing control with so many ideas and too much to juggle to get centered and focused. As they learn to master their energy and intuition, they can up-level their impact and income while doing what makes their heart sink. Jennifer is known for million-dollar decisions. She has helped million-dollar entrepreneurs make some of the most important decisions of their life using the best decision-making tool available. That looks fantastic. (laughs) Welcome to our show, Jennifer. Thank you so very much. It's an honor to connect with you. Yeah, (laughs) me too. From the beginning, I can see the energy. Oh, thank you. You already transferred everything to me. I like it. So tell me about yourself, your journey to be an entrepreneur. What did you do before? Okay. Sure. So I started out in uh, marketing and event planning. I actually worked downtown Toronto, just off of Bay Street. And once I had kids, I, well, I live in Burlington. So once I had kids, I wanted to change the pace. So I started to do more event planning locally. And then when I had my second child, I just worked part-time in marketing. And unfortunately, my, the company I was working for, they downsized and I was out of a job. So I took a self-employment benefit program where I got support to start my own business. And I actually never thought that I would be an entrepreneur. My family has their own business. And when I was growing up, my mom would leave at seven in the morning and not come home till 11 o'clock at night. And so I said, no, no way. I am never going to have my own business. And then when I was working in that part-time job, I had an incredible boss and she introduced me to this program called Landmark Education and I call it boot camp for the ego. And I got inspired to focus on what I'm passionate about. What is it that really made my heart sing? And at that point with my kids being young, I really got present to how wellness was really important. So I had started a, a group 
for moms called Healthy Moms Connect in my community. And I brought in different speakers from the community, different healthcare practitioners, because I was feeling really lonely. I didn't have any, anyone to connect with, any other moms to connect with. And so I wanted to talk to other moms who were really proactive about their health. And so this was a wonderful way for me to start to make new friends and to learn from amazing practitioners. And so with Landmark Education, there was a, a program that I was in uh, called the Self-Expression Leadership Training Program. And in that, we were encouraged to do something in our community for how we wanted to be seen and heard. So that was at Moms Group. And I became really passionate about wellness and I really wanted to spread the word around wellness. So I actually had started a podcast in 2008 and that was the start of my business as well. Um, my podcast was called Vitamin Junkies and I just really wanted to spread the word about different modalities and how you can improve your health. And I co-hosted it with a naturopathic doctor. That's how I started my business and then it took some turns, but I feel like I should take a pause. <laughs> Okay, then do you still have that podcast? No, I, I, I closed it down. Uh, so my intention when I started that business, when I started my business and started the podcast was I wanted to get advertisers and I just wanted to work part time while my kids were in school. And although I was passionate about wellness, I had a hard time making sales for getting advertisers into my podcast and building an audience was difficult. So this is 2008. So this is before podcasting was cool. And actually, interesting fact, uh, while I was doing my research for my business, I remember speaking to somebody um, who already had an established website and was doing a lot more streaming. And he said, you know what? I bet you in 10 years that we're going to be streaming our, the content like YouTube through our TVs. I said, no way. That's not going to happen. And look where we are. So podcast these days is so popular. It sure is. It's a wonderful way for people to uh, find their voice and to share their message. And thank Great. you for doing that too. Yes, no worries. I, uh, I have show on podcast, so I, I do it two ways. First, I just want to um, introduce everybody with the show because people are mostly visual. They like show more than podcast but these days i see a lot of people just listen to it while working and they don't have access to virtual stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> and tv and uh, they don't want to use their cell phone for watching while driving so yeah. that's a good opportunity absolutely so what are the three top factors that you uh, that uh, you can be successful in entrepreneurship Number one, you need to take care of yourself. And it might not sound like something important, but it really is. Uh, when I first started my business, I was staying up to like two o'clock in the morning and I was burning the candle at both ends. And I remember working with a coach at that time and saying, I just want to have two minutes to breathe. And she says, give yourself that time to breathe. But I didn't value myself enough. And a few years ago, I heard Lewis Howes speak. And Hello. he has, you like Lewis Howes? Yeah, she, she's uh, died, right? Oh, not, not Louise Hay. Oh, not Louise Hay. Lewis Howes. So he actually has a, a podcast. I can't think of what it's called at the moment, but uh, it's a very popular podcast. And it's about um, 
spreading a lot of goodness in the world. And so as he's on the stage, he's like, all right, so what's the number one thing? I was at a conference. What's the number one thing that you need to remember for your business? Like, what's the number one thing you need to make sure you have all set in your business? And like, we're all screaming out answers for like five minutes. He's like, no, 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 no. And he says, it is your health. Because if you don't have your health, Unlike you. you cannot deliver. The second thing is I really believe that you need to surround yourself with people who will help you go further. And whether that is mm -hmm. a support system um, with family or colleagues or with suppliers that really know their, their stuff, because otherwise you will end up struggling for way too long trying to get ahead when you can just pay someone or have somebody as a coach or a mentor who's been through it that can help you move forward by leaps and bounds in a shorter period of time. And then the third thing would be systems. Having systems and processes in place just to make it so that your life is easier and you're not continuously reinventing the wheel and using whatever um, appropriate programs for what your offer is to make it so it's easy for you. Things can be done more on autopilot so you, it frees up your time. <clears throat> you said about the system Look at the McDonald. Many people say, say that they can actually make burgers much better than McDonald. But why McDonald is successful? Because uh, it has a really great system <laughs> and uh, can go on, I'm not saying autopilot, but it's so easy to franchise it and people can just buy it. It's so easy for suppliers to get in touch and uh, for somebody just buy the branches uh, and then she has everything for herself. Well, there's also oh. brand awareness, which is a huge factor in it, right? And there's also brand loyalty because they've been around for so long. So they're, they're kind of the, the top dog with, the, with hamburgers and fast food, just with that breadth of, of experience. So loyalty comes after having a good system. Yes. If you are messy and you, you, you are not structured, you have only the knowledge only to deliver a good hum hamburger. But if you don't have a good customer service, not a good uh, payment service, you know, too many things should be on place. Yes, yes. Too many things should be in place to have a yeah. great... You have to be able to deliver. You're absolutely yes, right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So what are the big three mistakes entrepreneurs do? Uh, trying to do too much on their own. Mm -hmm. Number one, um, not organizing themselves because if you end up, and I see this with my clients as we start working together sometimes, if they're disorganized, they don't have uh, things in place, it, it comes back to systems. So being disorganized, it just takes longer for you to do things. If you're always like, you can't find stuff, you don't know where your files are, you don't have um, a process for how you can deliver. That's a big mistake. And not asking for help. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to needing that team that supports you having resources around you. So that's what you do, right? Organizing entrepreneurs. 
<laughs> trying to help them to organize themselves because it's so like as entrepreneur i just started to be an entrepreneur it's been a few months mm-hmm. i used to be a project manager and i'm it person Mm-hmm. used to be on the pay slip for a while and then I go to contract and self um, I self-employed and then I started having my baby say you see when you have your baby everything is going to be changed yeah because right. you cannot go to work you have to stay at home and you feel like oh, I have to work I have to do something I have to be creative then I started publishing my books and I said okay so what what should I do next <laughs> And then I started this podcast interviews and doing entrepreneurship. But the problem is there are lots of things to learn. And you, it's so easy to just lose the focus. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. How can I stay focused? <laughs> what are your recommendations as energy optimizer? How can I optimize my energy? Well, then this comes back to that number one thing that people need to really have in place in order to ensure that their business will be successful. And that's their health because your energy comes back to your health. Now, I look at it from a more, well, a spiritual perspective, but I guess mindful perspective because it's being present to how you're feeling physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And if you're down, so I I teach people how to check their inner battery. And I'd be happy to, to teach you how to do this. Yes, um, and yeah. <laughs> this, little, this little check-in, you know, we check our cell phones all the time. We check the batteries on the devices, but how often do we actually pause to say, how am I? Because how we're doing, how full our battery is will impact the quality of our output. It will impact our conversations. It will impact our connections. It will impact um, any writing that we do. It makes a huge impact. So if we check in and we discover that, oh, I'm like a two out of 10 physically and three out of 10 emotionally, well, it's not a good time for you to be doing marketing copy or to be, if you're a two out of 10, it's not a good time for you to be doing something that requires a lot of mental focus. Exactly. Like maybe yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you like me to teach you how to check your inner battery? Yes. yes. Awesome. Okay. All right. All so right. if you have a pen and paper handy, that's helpful. And yes, if not, I that's okay. Have. Okay, perfect. Okay. So what you're going to do is on your piece of paper, you're going to write down physical on one line and then okay. give a little bit of space, physical, emotional. Emotional. Then on the next line, mental. You know what? I can actually have it in in Word uh, document. Then uh, my audience can see it. Oh, okay. How does that feel? That's great. Let's share my screen. And if you're yes. okay with being yes. uh, totally transparent with what we're going to go Perfect. through. Perfect. All right. Go ahead. All right. So physical. Physical. And then do two lines. Okay, let me just make it bigger than everybody can see it. Uh, physical, okay. Go, two returns. Okay. Emotional. Emotional. And two returns. Mental. Mental. And then on the last one is spiritual. 
It's spiritual. Okay. And you need an I just before, uh, after the P, between the I and the I. There you go. Great. Awesome. So now put your cursor back up to physical. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to invite you to take a moment and close your eyes. And take a nice deep breath in through the nose. And out through the mouth. And ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, one being low, 10 being high, how do you feel physically? And it's the first number that comes to you. 10. Awesome. So you would write down 10. Yes. And then you would write down also, why do you feel a 10? Uh, so because I'm talking with the energy optimizer. <laughs> I feel great uh, talking uh, with people. I'm doing what I love. And okay. Yeah. My great. baby is asleep and okay. I don't have distraction. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. great. I feel great. Yeah. And so what you would do, and that's fantastic that you feel a 10. Uh, the intention for this check-in is to not only understand what your battery levels are now, but also to do it throughout your day and throughout the week so that you can start to recognize trends in how you're feeling. And you might discover that there are certain people that are, you're around and they impact how you feel. You mm -hmm. might discover that um, there's certain times of the month or your business cycle where you feel more stressed out or that you feel more energized. So that's going to emotional level, right? No, this is about all of them as you're doing the check-in. It's about doing it all. Oh, so I have to put uh, others, feel it? Yeah, we are going to, but I'm not done with talking about physical Okay, yet. okay. So with the physical, what you would do is a body scan and you would just kind of say, all right, so what? how do I feel and where do I feel lightness or energized or tightness or heavy or, or sore or, or whatever it may be. So right now you're a 10, fantastic. And so knowing that I feel fantastic because I'm having a great conversation and you know my, my child's asleep, so I'm more peaceful, so I feel great. You might discover that when you do this check-in in the morning that maybe you're a three. Maybe you didn't sleep well. Maybe the cat or dog jumped on your bed and woke you up in the middle of the night and you couldn't get back to sleep. Or maybe there's a lump uh, in your mattress and you need a new mattress. Or maybe you had a really good workout, but it was also really sore and now your legs hurt. So understanding why you are rating yourself these numbers and understanding what some of the trends are for you so you can discover what does it take for me to feel like a 10 in these different categories. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next question is, do you want to close your eyes again? Yes. Another breath. And I like to put my hand on my heart for this one and ask on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel emotionally right now? And the first number that comes to you. 10. <laughs> okay, great. And, yes. and so with the emotional, getting present to what your emotions are. I've surprised myself. Like I was doing a presentation where I was teaching this process and it was just before Mother's Day. And as I'm taking people through it, I'm doing my own check-in along with everyone else. And for emotional, I got a seven. It's like, oh, that's surprising. I'm really enjoying the connections with the other people here. I wonder why. So I said, okay, so why am I a seven? And I got, I miss my mom. 
So it was just before Mother's Day. I had gone to visit my mom the weekend before, and then I was going to have Mother's Day to enjoy with my family. And my mom's in her 80s. We don't know how much time we have left together. So I got that it was really important for me to spend Mother's Day with my mom. So I called up my mom and it's like, okay, great mom. I'm going to see you again this weekend. So she was delighted and it was an easy fix. We don't realize how our interactions with other people can impact us. So something can happen in the, the beginning of the day, if you're out driving and somebody cuts you off, or maybe you have an uncomfortable conversation with somebody and you keep replaying it throughout the day. So that might impact you in the morning. And you don't realize that by the end of the day, you're still carrying those emotions with you. And then it's impacting how you're talking with others. Does that make sense? Yes. And then the, la- the next question is mentally. On a scale of one to 10, how do you feel mentally? Again, 10. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> good. That's yeah. fantastic. And so yeah. with this, with the mentally, um, it's about, you know, are you clear-headed or are you foggy? Are silence. You- <laughs> silence. Well, you know what? Silence is good. Mm-hmm. Because that's the other thing to be present to are the thoughts in your head. Do you have thoughts that keep playing over and over in your head? Are they encouraging thoughts or are they nagging thoughts? Are they cheering you on or are they not so positive? So it helps you to get aware of what are the thoughts that are going on in your head. And then the last question is on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel spiritually? And this is you and your connection to your religion, if you're of a particular faith. It could be your connection to the universe or just faith that things are going to work out. could be your connection to your purpose or just to your inner self and how you you feel like you are connected to what you're here to do in the world. And you're a 10. Awesome. (laughs) That's great. Yes. So the key is not only to put numbers, which is fantastic that you're 10s all around, It's also important to put a few words as to why you're rating yourself these numbers, because it will help you with identifying those different trends of things that would be off. Now, for anybody who's doing this check-in, and maybe they're not tens all around, and that's okay. There's no judgment in this. It's just simply Mm self-awareness. But what do you do when your numbers are low? Well, you can rearrange your schedule so you can be a little gentler on yourself, or you can do something to boost your energy. Mm-hmm. Can I uh, stop sharing it? Sure. Yes. Okay. All right. So something you could do to boost your energy might be some deep breathing, mm-hmm. going for a walk in nature. Maybe creativity really inspires you. So it could be doing some coloring, playing with some Lego, painting a picture. Um, It could be drawing something, a a flower or whatever outside. It could be doing a meditation. Uh, It could be moving your body and dancing. It's about you understanding what makes you feel good. You do this check-in, you do a little activity, and then you check in again and see if your numbers have shifted to see how that's impacted you for then being ready to move on for the next thing. Yes. As you do like uh, making decisions and you are teaching people how to make million decisions. Million dollar decisions, yeah. Million dollar decision. Uh, this is when you are 100% focus, you are 100% uh, 
I mean, 10, 10, 10, 10 mentally, spiritually, and physically. Because while working, I realized when you are so tired, you can't even, uh, even thinking, you can't even think, especially when you are doing something that needs your present. I used to be a programmer for a few years. Programming is like solving a problem every day. So it's not a routine job, no way. Like it's like a mathematical uh, problems and you have to solve it with some creativity. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about the programming is that you solve something by your own method Another programmer may have his other method. The solutions are different. Mm. But the point is what I learned. Whenever I'm tired, I don't do it. Whenever I I have too many things in my mind, I just go to sleep. So that's why I never uh, study for my exams during university or high school at night. Because my mind doesn't work at night. That's great awareness to um, have. Yeah, I can do this. But some people are really good at night. They can study very well and are not good in the morning. So you have to see which time is good for you and you have full presence and you can focus. When I ask people, how can you do it at night? They said, because night is so silent. There is no distraction and I can just... I, I don't mind if I don't sleep. For me, when before my baby at eleven, I was done. <laughs> Even I go, I I go to party or anything. At uh, at eleven, I said, I'm so sorry, I have to go to sleep. No, I have the baby for two years. I couldn't sleep properly. Yes. No, she's sleeping properly, but still, sometimes she get up. Yeah in the middle of the night. So it's, it's, it's a bit difficult to be focused. The reason I was talking about this was uh, just uh, confirm your talk. As you see, uh, exhaustion make you so absent <laughs> from the moment. So you cannot decide properly and you shouldn't decide. Big decision? No, no, no. You have to be present, focused, and check yourself. Where is your battery level? Sometimes it's better you just do some cooking or doing some creative thing, do some walking. Yes. And so I would say that it's not only about focus and being present, but it's also about feeling good because you can be focused and present and just feeling eh you'll make a very different decision when you're just feeling okay versus if you're really happy, you have a very different perspective. So it impacts the decision you make and the possibility as to what you see could be. So your emotional state is also very important. Yes. (laughs) All right. Uh, Tell me about one of your clients uh, who, who came to you and you've done some job for him to make a million dollar decisions. Well, um, I, I don't necessarily work with somebody just to make million dollar decisions. 
the people that I work with, I am also helping them with developing their intuition. Mm -hmm. And so, for instance, there was one client where they needed to do some, get some, and make a decision about a project that they had uh, for, that was in another country and needed to find an investor and they were ready to give up. And so as we were talking through it and I got, got her into that good feeling place, she was able to see how she was able to find a new opportunity for financing that she would not have otherwise tapped into because she was just in this place of desperation. It's like, oh my gosh, it's not coming together. So we shifted her perspective and she was able to see a new possibility and connect it with a new potential uh, financer. So that's the kind of decisions that I help my clients work through. Um, another example, there was somebody that I was actually was just networking with them and it's not a million dollar decision, but it was, you know, tens of thousands of dollars decision. She had, she's a multipreneur and she had this important decision to make for this new business opportunity. And she decided to go in a particular direction. She was looking for new space and was about to sign a lease for a space and she didn't want to tell me too much about the opportunity. I said, hmm, I don't know why, but I'm sensing that there's another perspective that you should be considering. And it's kind of like a business within a business. And at that time, there used to be like the wine stores that were a separate business that was within like a grocery store. So I said, it's kind of like that. And she says, huh, that's interesting. Because she had been approached by somebody who had an existing business that wanted her to run her little business within their space. And she was going to decline. I said, no, there's something really, she was on the fence about it. I said, there's something really uh, important that you need to look at about that opportunity. And so we talked, it's like, if you go forward with this new, um, new space, leasing the space is going to delay you getting set up. There's going to be the leasehold improvements that you have to make. So there's additional costs. Why not pilot the project and start off within that space? You can have it for a short period of time. And then if it gets going and builds momentum, then you can look at the leasehold and, and do it separate. And so she ended up doing that other decision of just being within and it it was a good thing too, because she ended up not going past six months. So she saved a lot of money. And time. And time. And stress. <laughs> um, yes, as you see, decision making can help you to build your business, grow and your business. And if you are not on the right track, then your business may fail and you can easily give up, easily. Yeah, you become discouraged, absolutely. Yes. Um, what do you think about, um, um, like, what is your recommendation for entrepreneurs who just want to start their journey? I would say choose something that you love. Choose something that you love. Don't focus on just making money. Make mm -hmm. sure it's something that you love to do. And mm -hmm. because you want to be doing something that's going to be fun. Like, sure, there's some aspects of business that you'll have to learn that might be challenging. But at the end of the day, you, you want to feel like you're making a difference and, and like your heart's singing. That's important for me and for the clients that I work with. To whom you don't suggest to be an entrepreneur? 
Hmm. Somebody who gets overwhelmed with doing other aspects of business, because as an entrepreneur, you wear so many different hats and it's one thing to just be okay with what your specialty is, but you to really be successful, you either have to have a strong business sense and be able to embrace the other aspects of business like marketing and accounting and, and systems and be able to embrace that or at least have enough business sense to know that that's not your zone of genius and to hire it out. So somebody who's open to being able to look at the 50,000 um, 50,000 view for a business and understand what is going to be the best strategy. Are they going to outsource or are they going to be able to take that on themselves? And if both those ideas overwhelm them, it might be better that they find some other way to um, pursue what they want to do because if, yeah, those are really important aspects of a business. So let's just get back to your own position when you wanted to start off your entrepreneurship. Which mistake did you make? And um, let's say right now you say, oh, I wish I didn't make that mistake or whatever. Uh, or I wish I could do some shortcut. Yeah. Uh, so one silly thing that I did was um, where I spent uh, some of my money uh, in marketing in the beginning, uh, there were some tools and resources that just were not a good fit. And also, I didn't believe in myself. So that made things take a lot longer. And I kept feeling like I was bumping up a, a brick wall. Um, so being able to believe in myself, get that inner talk, that voice in my head, under control makes a significant difference. So how long did it take? You are in a position that um, you feel that, oh, I'm confident, I make money. You know, how long did it take to be in that position? I, it, lots of years, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Lots of years. So the first few years of my business was more so part-time. The kids were in school. I only worked at it part-time. And then it probably took a good six years after that for me to be more confident. And the confidence just is building and building. That's good because entrepreneurs give up so easily, <laughs> so many of them. Because I, start, I started thinking about entrepreneurship since 2009. But after that, I got contract and then another contract and did a loss of job transition in between, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's why it, it takes some time to have that mindset and you feel that you can do it and you see yourself doing it. And finally, you can make some money out of uh, your entrepreneurship because what happened, people are really afraid, lose their pay slip and go to another uh, path of online marketing, on, online digital uh, product uh, producing, you know. It's so scary in the beginning. And mm -hmm. because there are lots of people out there doing this, they said, how can I be like her or him? They, may, they might be very different. They might uh, 
just done too much thing for themselves. They invested so much money. So they don't feel that they, they are right for them. It, that's right for them. So that's why they get back to that loop, going to contracts, nine to five, you know. I'm not saying nine to five job is not good because so many There's- people doing. And yes. if needed, if there weren't yes. people who did that, the world would exactly. be the way it is now. And they love their job because they are interacting with people they love, and they they let's say I have a, I I I knew somebody who was teaching for years. She loved teaching kids, so you see, this is out of the passion. You do whatever you do, and you don't care about too much money, you know. So this is this is this one really depends on what you love and what is your passion. Yes. Sits. Yes. Yes. That's my language. <laughs> You're speaking my language. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, Jennifer. Do you have any program, any website, anything to promote, uh, or I'm not saying promote to help my uh, audience yeah. optimize their energy? Absolutely. So if you were to visit my website, jlyall.com, there are a couple of different things there. There's uh, From Scatter to Focus. It's a program where you can, I walk you through how to take all your ideas, organize them, prioritize them, and then create a plan. And I also have uh, on that website as well, you can see my free seven-day energy transformation And I take you through that, um, checking your inner battery process more in depth over seven days in your inbox. So you have different questions for each uh, part of spiritual, physical, emotional to rate uh, seven till 10, because right now it's just estimation. I was lucky I was 10. (laughs) so i i do guide people through just a little bit more in depth about those questions and things to consider and how to do that body scan and okay. i take you a little more in depth absolutely okay thank you so much for being here i'm really happy to have you lovely and to uh, i'm 100 sure my audience used it and learn how to optimize their energy Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you.